Yeah, I mean, I already got your pre-roll impression, so there's really no incentive for me to do anything else. But Nah, let's make this a regular show. I'm not traveling or anything, and besides, the races people actually care about start tomorrow. By which I mean the first women's hour record attempted under the new rules. No, actually, I did mean Het Niesblatt, but it will be interesting to see how Tracky Dame Sarah's story compares in terms of consistency against the roadies who went before her, who, with the exception of Jens, all finished with disappointing dips in performance. Though for my money, the biggest failure in Thomas Decker's record attempt from earlier this week was his TV producers or Mexican hosts or whoever screwed up the lap cards, forgot to bring a clock, and had to hand jot lap times. But if my own personal experience with TV producers is any indication, they'll have a dozen reasons why it was a great idea to turn what should have been a nail-biting near-miss into an incomprehensible scramble. Also doing strong work in the reality denial department is Eddie Merckx. Despite losing a potential GC day to desert sand and heat, though no small amount of controversy surrounded that too, he wants to extend the Tour of Oman, which he co-owns, for another five years. European-centered sport drawn by petrodollars against all logic to the Middle East, no, can't think of any easy parallels there. Anyway, if you're into the whole narrative of a season-long battle between top riders, then you probably should have watched the Ruta del Sol this week. Sky's Chris Froome staged a comeback win against Tinkoff Saxo's Alberto Contador, and as a nice added bonus, Movistar's Juan Jose Lobato beat out giant Alpecin's John Degenkolb in two uphill-ish sprints. If you haven't seen it, I can only assume you don't have the internet, because pretty much every stage is on one gray market YouTube channel or another. You might also have been confused by the race's full title, which is Vuelta a Andalusia Ruta Ciclista del Sol, which I think also makes it a Habsburg cousin of some sort. Or maybe you're confused by the new cycling news redesign, which buries results far, far down the homepage, and then reloads races that are already there when you click for more results. As the internet is now a vessel designed to generate ad impressions and as advertisers JDGAF about whom these impressions are delivered to, the incentives really tilt towards trapping readers in endless bumbling click mazes. So, chapeau. Lost somewhere in this shuffle, at least as was delivered to me, was the Women's Tour of New Zealand, which isn't that big a deal because the organizers couldn't even keep on top of results, but holy crap did Team USA have a good outing. They won the opening team time trial. Taylor Wiles, normally of Stram Velocio, took the overall and was one of three U.S. riders to wear yellow, and defending Ghent Wevelgem champ Lauren Hall of 2016 won two stages. I suppose it's good for parody that this particular national squad is split up amongst three trade teams, but in terms of developing cycling in the U.S., broadcasters here only understand three stories. Celebrity stories, people falling down, and Americans kicking the crap out of everyone else. More appearances like this from Team USA could be very good for business, but I don't see it happening at Het Niesblatt tomorrow, because Bulls Domans is stacked, like Atex Quickstep stacked. Then again, the race on the men's side has had some oddly unrepresentative finishes in the past, so who knows? I suppose I'm forced to segue here into the E3 poster, and I mean, yeah, it's terrible. Clearly the logo here would have more curvature, and don't even get me started on the light sourcing. But seriously, people are upset, and E3 has been getting away with it for years, until now when the UCI finally decided to say something about it. And E3 isn't an easy target. It proved the viability of a Friday event, it's shown some good racing, and it's not affiliated with any of the UCI's organizational headaches. Brian Cookson probably has no interest in ruffling the organizer's feathers, yet he still managed to step up and deliver a pretty clear message. I get the appeal of knocking the UCI for its near-immediate response to Decker's hour record mess, but a tweet is not a press statement. 
This is the sort of thing people want the UCI to do, and I think it's important we support them now that they've decided to do it. Now the next step is to get them to cite which regulations they're using in making their decisions. And also to write regulations on when riders can and can't race bikes based on weather. And also some stuff about TV production standards, probably. Maybe I can work ad impressions into this, too. I'm Cosmo Catalano, and that was The Week in Bike. Thank you.